Welcome to Self-Awareness for Everyone, a weekly journey into applied guidance for mindfulness. Mindfulness is the tool available to everyone that empowers us to direct our life experiences. I am MJ Bleehart, author, creator, philosopher, and your guide through easy-to-use mindfulness tools, conscious reality creation, and other devices for unselfish self-awareness. This week's topic, how do self-awareness and applied mindfulness work together? Well, first and foremost, let's clarify one important thing. Self-awareness and mindfulness are one. Mindfulness of your own headspace is how you become better aware of the outside world and how it impacts you. Because the best way to work with what's going on out there and all the myriad of things that are going on is to better be aware, consciously aware, of what's going on within you. There is very, very little that you and I have true, actual, factual, honest-to-God control over. Specifically, We cannot control anything that happens out there in the world. We can do nothing about other people. We have no control over environmental factors, circumstances as they occur, and a great many other things that happen in this world. We are limited to ourselves. But that's not nearly so limiting as people might think, because we ultimately get to choose who, what, where, why and how we are, and if we are not who, what, where, how, why we are now, we can change it. We can make choices and decisions to alter ourselves on a fundamental level. We have the ability and the empowerment to do so, and a great deal of this is done via self-awareness. Mindfulness is a matter of being aware of yourself. Simply put, mindfulness is recognizing, acknowledging, and knowing what is inside your head. There's nobody in your head but you. Sure, if you've got headphones on right now, my voice is inside your head. But I'm not inside your head, just my voice. I have no idea what you are thinking, feeling, intending, or anything else going on in there. I have no clue where your headspace is, what your mindset is, what your psyche directs you to do. I know nothing about you from within, only what I get an impression of from without. And my knowledge and experience are going to bias, prejudice, and color how I think of everything in this universe. And that's how you and I are going to differ. When it comes to self-awareness and really understanding where we're coming from, that's what mindfulness is. Mindfulness is self-awareness. It's recognizing that you are the only one inside your mind, the only one in your heart and soul, the only person who truly knows you at every fundamental level, from both your conscious self to your subconscious self. It's all about you. Mindfulness is achieved via recognizing what you are thinking, how you are feeling, what you are feeling, the actions that you're taking, and the intentions behind them. Nobody else can do this for you. You're the only one capable of getting into what's going on within you. You're it. Nobody else can do that for you. Nobody else can point you in the right direction. 
we can offer you all kinds of tools, ideas, and things of that nature to help with working mindfulness and self-awareness, but only you can apply them. Only you can employ the things that I might suggest to you to guide you along the way towards better, more comprehensive self-awareness. And the reason for this is simple. You need to recognize that nobody else is in your head, heart, or soul. You're it. Now, for some people, that feels really, really lonely. It is not a pleasant thought that you are all alone. But the truth is, you're not. Yes, you are the only one who knows what's going on within you. You are the only one who truly can recognize and work with your thoughts, feelings, actions, intentions, and all else. But that's not a lonely thing because it's true of all of us. And when we are more self-aware, we can be better aware of what's going on around us. By knowing our inner workings, we can better frame ourselves in the world around us. Now, part of self-awareness and mindfulness is recognizing that we are made up of three primary thought and feeling elements. There is our conscious, our subconscious, and our unconscious selves. The unconscious self is the bits and pieces that go completely by rote over which we have little to no control. The beating of our hearts, the way we digest, the flowing of our blood, the way the neurons fire in our body, all of that is controlled by our minds, but we don't have any real direct control of it. We can, with practice, control our heart rate to a degree, and we can completely control our breathing. Deep breathing can help to control our heart rate. But realistically, all the rest of what falls under this category is completely done unconsciously and out of our control. Subconsciously, that is where our beliefs, our values, and our habits live. Our subconscious mind is basically a sponge that absorbs virtually everything that it is exposed to. Everything that we take in intentionally and unintentionally is absorbed into our subconscious. And when it goes unchecked, it can create things that will impact our beliefs and our values and our habits. Often, that's where we get stuck in the things that don't make us happy and with the concepts of ourselves that become incredibly wrong as we grow and change and evolve. This is a big part of why I talk so much about this idea. This is why self-awareness for everyone is so important because in working with self-awareness, we gain insight into our subconscious mind and we can then make changes to the things in our subconscious mind that are impacting our current present life experience. In the future, I will get into discussions about past, present, and future, and how the only time in which we can truly exist is the now. That's not the topic for today, because wow, is that a rabbit hole. But in keeping with self-awareness for everyone and how it's tied to mindfulness, we come to the third factor, which is our conscious mind. That is our mindset, headspace, psyche, and it is only in true existence right here and now, and can only be accessed in the present moment, because it is where we put ourselves. This is not just a matter of thoughts and feelings. It is also a matter of recognizing and acknowledging what they are. It is 
empowering ourselves to influence, control, and alter our life experience, which is done via self-awareness, which we gain via mindfulness. They are interconnected. Self-awareness and mindfulness are one. There are basically two steps to this. The first is mindfulness, which is comprised of conscious awareness of your thoughts, feelings, actions, and intentions. It's not simply an awareness in the sense of, hey, that's what I'm thinking, or, huh, so that's why I feel the way I feel right now. It goes deeper than that. It's a true self-awareness because it doesn't just figure out your thought and feeling, it also empowers you to recognize why it's there. It's not just, huh, I feel that way, or I'm thinking that way. It's, oh, that's why I'm thinking and feeling that way. Self-awareness opens the way. It gives you a dialogue that you can use in order to understand yourself. And when you better understand yourself, you gain empowerment and control over your life experience. All of us seek to be something special. Special is defined very, very differently by each and every one of us. What lights me up, what excites me, what gets me going is not the same as what does the same for you. Things that interest me might not interest you and vice versa. But all of us are better able to work with this and really make the most of it via self-awareness and mindfulness. And mindfulness is how we gain that self-awareness. Now, this might seem extremely repetitive on my part. I am going over it again and again. But it's important to really take it in and absorb this idea because it's very easy to lose sight of this. The world is very, very good at disempowering us. There are all kinds of people and things that strive to keep you basically under their thumb, under their control. In some cases, it's relatively benign. It's not really evil or dark or otherwise intended to wreck your life. In other cases, it's very malignant and it is not pleasant. There are all kinds of people I could point to in these instances, but I'm not going to go there because that's not what this is about. This is about taking what belongs to us, and that is our lives. Each of us is capable of choosing how we're going to exist. This is best done via mindfulness. So how do you express mindfulness? How do I get into a mindful state? Well, here's where I'm going to offer you this week's applied guidance for mindfulness. This is a section where I am going to give you a tool that you can easily use in order to get some guidance for mindfulness and to really be able to tap into it and make the most of it so that you can maximize all the things that make your life awesome, all the things that can show you the potential and possibilities of the universe. We live in an abundant universe. There is more than enough of veritably everything you can think of to go around. But we also live in a universe where people are really good at creating artificial lack and scarcity in order to maintain a sense of control. When we work with our self-awareness and our mindfulness, 
we gain back the power to recognize that this is being done and we empower ourselves to make better choices and really direct our lives the way we want them to be, the way we desire for them to be. Okay, that being said, let's get into this week's tool for applied guidance for mindfulness. The tool is going to be super, super simple, and this is something that you can do just about any time you want. All you need to do is take a moment and pause and ask yourself direct questions. These direct questions are not the only questions you can ask, but all of these questions will put you in a state of conscious awareness. And I recommend that you ask these questions of yourself aloud. Do this somewhere where you can either say it aloud and answer it aloud or record it. Or if you really can't do it that way, write it down. Write the question and write the answer because this is a great tool of applied guidance for mindfulness. Here are the questions I suggest. You need to ask yourself, what am I thinking? What am I feeling? How am I feeling? Where is my mind? What am I thinking about? What am I focused on? What is my intention in this moment? All of these questions make you mindful. Each and every one of these questions can only be properly answered here and now because they are immediate questions. They are questions of this space and time. We constantly ask questions of this nature of our friends, family, coworkers, even random strangers we come across, but we almost never ask ourselves these questions. And these are the questions that we can use to gain more insight into ourselves. That is how we become mindful. And that mindfulness opens us to greater self-awareness. The more we pause to do this, the more we make ourselves consciously aware. These questions are not the only questions, but they're really simple, direct questions. And each one speaks to something that's completely a part of mindfulness. What are you thinking? Well, that's going to be an interesting question because I don't know about you, but I find myself sometimes distracted by things that take my thoughts away from where I'd actually like them to be going. Similarly, what are you feeling? Well, what are you feeling? What right now do you think you're feeling? Put the label to it, name it, but then ask the next question. How are you feeling? The what and how of your feelings are different because what you feel might be anger, but how you feel it might vary. It might be white hot, it might be ice cold. It all depends on the situation and your experience. Similarly, where is my mind? What are you thinking about? What is your brain focusing on right now? What are you being distracted by, particularly if you're not focusing on the things that you really desire to be? What am I thinking about? Slightly different from your mindset in that it's not just what you're thinking, but it's what is rooted deep inside your mind that you're giving thought to. And what are you focused on? Again, while these questions have a lot of similarities, each one has a slightly different aspect of your mindfulness and your conscious awareness that it addresses. These questions are your applied guidance this week for mindfulness. Take a moment when you can to ask yourself these questions, and I think that you will find that in doing so, they really help you to open yourself up 
to greater self-awareness, and that is how self-awareness and applied mindfulness work together. That is why I am a huge proponent of this entire concept of self-awareness for everyone. Thank you for joining me for Self-Awareness for Everyone and sharing in this exploration of applied guidance for mindfulness, conscious reality creation, and employing other tools for optimizing our life experiences. If you have any questions or comments, please drop me an email at author at mjblehart.com. You can follow me via Instagram and Twitter at mjblehart and on Facebook at blehartmj. Thank you to the Pink Kangaroo Podcast Network for hosting my show and to Fee Mahoney, the creator of my cover art. Do me a favor and go check out her Etsy shop, Talia's Inspirations. Please pay a visit to my blogs, The Ramblings of the Titanium Dawn at titaniumdawn.com, my articles at mjblehart.medium.com, and my various published sci-fi and fantasy books on Amazon under mjblehart. I hope that you are discovering how self-awareness can be found via mindfulness and applied to improve not only your life experience, but maybe that of the people around you. And be mindful that you are worthy and deserving of being the best you that you can be.